You're listening to Leveling Up, and I'm Arielle, be your host. Hey out there, how are you? My name is Arielle, and I am your host of Leveling Up. And when I say how are you, I mean that earnestly. There is so much going on in our world right now, and I really want you to really focus on yourself, which leads me to today's episode, which is all about focusing on yourself. And I've entitled it Pandemic Productivity Overload. So settle in, sink into your most comfortable chair, or if you're out for a walk, hopefully with a facial covering, let's dive into this week's episode. So a few weeks ago, when my school district, along with nearly all the other districts in the nation's closed, I had released an episode talking about how to organize one's day during the pandemic to remain productive, structured, and occupied. And for the first two weeks of the quarantine, I did just as I discussed. I set daily alarms, woke up at 7 a.m., worked out, showered, put my makeup on. I know you're wondering why, but that's because I had to record content for YouTube. I walked, I ran, I sat in online trainings, I prepared work materials, I attended Zoom meetings, hence the makeup again, cleaned my house, reorganized my closet, and did some art. It was awesome. I felt incredibly productive, and I also felt like I was really owning this quarantine thing. See, for me, whether I'm forced to be sequestered in my home or not, I'm always all about maximizing my time, getting as much done as I quite possibly can by squeezing the most out of my hyper-agendaed life. But quarantine or not, my go-go-go lifestyle absolutely positively does burn me out. It makes it hard for me to relax, and I mean that by like saying that I just absolutely struggle doing nothing. Is there anyone else out there who struggles with doing nothing or finding stillness? For me, it's I'm not very good at practicing self-care. And the reason why is I tend to feel guilty for, quote, not doing anything. Does anyone else have that as well? Like the weekends come and sure, you want to watch your favorite Netflix TV show. For example, I've been watching The Walking Dead for like four years, and I kid you not, I'm on like season three. And that's because I cannot sit down and just disengage and binge watch for a couple of hours. I need to actually have something tangible to say, this is what I did during X amount of time. And it's funny because I don't really know where that came from because as a kid, I wasn't this hyperproductive kid. I was not an overachiever. I was not a, a standout student by any means. So as an adult, I don't understand where this need for hyperproductivity has really come from. In any case, I have this lack of capability to sit down and do nothing. So you can imagine that this pandemic has been really challenging for me because I've been thinking, well, Now's the time for me to go ahead and work on all these things that I've been wanting to work on. But what I will say is that being quarantined, this time is helping me navigate a whole host of new feelings and habits, which leads me to asking you, how are you spending your time during the coronavirus pandemic? Better yet, let me come back to the question I asked at the start of today's episode is, how are you? And I really want you to take a moment and think about it. And if you have to hit pause, hit pause. But I want you to ask yourself, how am I? How do I feel? What's bringing me great anxiety during this time of uncertainty? Now, I know that those are some pretty loaded questions, but I mean it. I want you to really take a moment and sit with yourself and ask yourself, 
how are you doing? And not only just ask yourself, but honestly answer. So let's flip it. How are you taking care of you? What things are you doing for you? Especially if you are the nurturer in your home responsible for preparing meals and implementing the distance learning for the kids in your home, you must undoubtedly be depleted. So again, how are you working through your own emotions? How are you self-caring even harder as you stand unwavering as this pillar and rock in your home responsible for cleaning, cooking, schooling, planning activities, implementing nap schedules, monitoring screen time, and so much more. Likely, I'm willing to guess that you aren't carving out the time needed to replenish all that you're giving to your family and loved ones. And that's okay. It means you're normal. But I'm here to remind you that you can and you deserve to self-care harder. What's more is you may be experiencing additional pressure to be hyperproductive, like to take up a new hobby with all this new time, learn how to handstand in five days because you now have all this new time, start TikToking, which by the way, I, I caved and I started a TikTok and I don't get it. And you know what? If you do start TikToking and you don't like it, that's okay too. But you may feel the pressure to make sure that you're working out daily, that you are preparing these gorgeous meals. I mean, there may be this incredible amount of pressure and it is exhausting. It is absolutely daunting to think of all this stuff that anyone is supposed to be doing because now we have all this time. So floating around social media is this really interesting graphic, and I'm not going to call it a meme because it's not a meme, it's a graphic. And this is what it says. If you don't come out of this quarantine with either one, a new skill, two, starting what you've been putting off like a new business, or three, more knowledge, you didn't ever lack the time, you lacked the discipline. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. When I encountered this quote first a few weeks back, I shared it on my Instagram story. Initially, I saw it and I thought to myself, yeah, but as the days and weeks have ebbed on, the more I have, you know, come to realize that this expectation of having such stringent ideals and standards that I'm placing upon myself or others during this time is very scary and it could potentially do more harm than good. In a world where doing, being, achieving, working and side hustling is commonplace, we're now at an apex where we are sequestered as a result of a global pandemic and people are still resisting, still in favor of shaming others for doing so or reminding us that we are, quote, still not enough. Ugh, there is just so much wrong with this mindset. There is so much wrong with you are never enough, that you can always be doing something, that you can always be better. And the reality is, is that sometimes the you, who you are in this time and in this space is the best you, and that is okay. Rather than paraphrase or summarize this next passage for you, I'm going to share the words that you may have encountered somewhere on the internet of trauma psychologist, Allah has, I'm going to, I feel really bad because I might mispronounce her name. Allah Hijazi from Beirut, Lebanon said the following. I thought I was spared the hard, quote, motivational phrase going around now. If you don't come out of this with a new skill, you never lacked time, you lack discipline. Until I saw it on my local yoga studio page. As a trauma psychologist, I am utterly, utterly horrified, enraged, and bewildered about how people can believe and spread this phrase in good conscience. We are going through a collective trauma 
that is bringing up profound grief, loss, panic over livelihoods, panic over loss of lives of loved ones. People's nervous systems are barely coping with a sense of threat and vigilance for safety or alternating with feeling numb and frozen and shutting down in response to it all. People are trying to survive poverty, fear, re-triggering of trauma, re-triggering of other mental health difficulties, yet someone or someone has the nerve to accuse someone of a lack of discipline for not learning a new skill and by a yoga teacher? This cultural obsession with capitalistic, quote, productivity and always spending time in a productive, fruitful way is absolutely maddening. What we need is more self-compassion, more gentle acceptance of all the difficult emotions coming up for us now, more focus on gentle ways to soothe ourselves and our pain and the pain of loved ones around us, not a whipping by some random fucker <laughs> making us feel worse about ourselves in the name of, quote, motivation. Wow. 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 Whew. I bet if you didn't see it from that perspective, you do now. I mean, how could you not? Have you been grocery shopping? It's like the damn Hunger Games, literally looking to those standing too close in fear, wondering, do you have it? Or better yet, trying to power walk discreetly or not so discreetly to the paper goods aisle without running to hopefully find toilet paper and paper towels or to hope that maybe you came on the right day and that there is that they the supermarket miraculously had the delivery of uh, what are those things sanitizing wipes I was gonna say hand sanitizer sanitizing wipes like all of these things that we're just hoping to find like they're these uh, holy grails and we'll do anything and everything in our power to get it no matter how desperate we look this is a stressful time that we're living in. It is scary. It is an unprecedented, terrifying world in which we currently reside, where we now look at our neighbors in fear, in horror, in disgust. So it is okay for you not to take those Zoom fitness classes. As some of you know, I work in fitness as well, and my Instagram feed is chock-filled with my colleagues going live and then asking for donations, and I get it. Times are hard for everyone. My husband is also out of work right now. He has been temporarily furloughed and we're down to my income in the house. But I, in good conscience, cannot ask people who I know are struggling and strapped for cash for donations for me to lead a class for my living room. And that's not me casting shame or shade on anyone else. That's me being honest and being who I am and having the courage and the strength to say that that's who I am. I have offered for... Uh, students of mine that we could co-practice together that I'm happy to just cue in Zoom and we can just go ahead and practice like we're all just in a yoga studio together. And I haven't done that yet. But it is okay to not stream your fitness classes if you work in fitness. I don't stream my classes. I take a sweaty selfie or two or three and post a montage in my Instagram story every day. But that's it. That is how I'm choosing to work through the pandemic right now with my my perspective of how I'm dealing with what's going on not being able to teach, just like some people are dealing by, you know, teaching five, six, seven classes and doing it on a donation basis. Again, I don't hate on it. I don't cast shade on it. I just, it's not something that serves me. I'm not interested in doing that. It's also okay for you to eat that pizza without the guilt. It's okay for you to eat the chips without the guilt. It is okay for you to indulge in comfort food because it is just that. It's comfort food. Our comfort food 
soothe our soul. It's reminiscent of a time where we felt safe and we felt protected. So if making craft macaroni and cheese is what's going to offer you solace right now, by all means, make that goddamn craft macaroni cheese. And here's the thing, you guys, last time I checked, one box is one serving. Wink, wink. But seriously, if you're going to indulge, make sure that you do so without the guilt. We are already under enough duress. So shaming yourself into eating that ice cream, that pizza, those French fries, whatever it may be, you're doing more harm than good. So enjoy it, eat it, and recognize that this is a temporary new normal and not a permanent state of normalcy. Also, it's okay to feel tired, drained, depressed, anxious, and wired at the same time. As mentioned previously, we are experiencing collective trauma. And while everybody's physical and emotional self will react to the trauma differently, some telltale signs that our bodies are trying to cope would be our level of fatigue, despite the decreased load in our daily activities. I know that many of us are struggling to get in our 10,000 steps and some of us will still force ourselves to go outside and get those 10,000 steps because they must be active. But keep the following in mind. Since we are unable to take any real action aside from sheltering in place, our bodies are protecting us. More specifically, for people who have experienced childhood trauma, unresolved trauma, or constant exposure to and are dealing with unresolved trauma, what is happening now is a reincarnation of said traumas. At present, each and every one of us are completely powerless in our ability to take action to combat the virus. And we cannot fight and we cannot flee. Our only options are to stay put. Therefore, for many, the only coping strategy left is avoidance. So being kind to our heads, hearts, and bodies is important. Crucial, in fact. Even if the weather is beautiful outside, yet you cannot pry yourself off the couch to go get those 10,000 steps, well, guess what? It's okay. I am giving you permission. I know that you're like, but you work in fitness and you teach movement. I do. I do work in fitness. And you know what? There are some days where I I wake up and I feel like a dumpster fire and I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go back to sleep. And guess what? It is okay. We are all processing so much right now. And so much of said processing isn't even conscious. So we can't really hold ourselves accountable. Be active when you can, but certainly don't force it. Allow yourself the time and space to cope and heal. Friends, family, I want to remind you to please stay healthy and make sure that you are keeping yourself and those in your home safe by remaining locked down, only venturing out of your home when absolutely necessary, disinfecting everything that you take into your home. Yes, this includes everything you purchase at the market. Give it a bath in your sink. And don't forget to wipe down all packaging, especially those that you get from Amazon, and to protect your faces by wearing masks. Now, I cannot speak for where you are located, but I can tell you here in L.A. that the mayor has required that all citizens when out in public are wearing some sort of facial protection. And by no means does this mean that it has to be an N95 mask, which those should be reserved for people who have essential jobs, especially our first responders and healthcare workers, that you need to have the mask to protect yourself and to protect others, but it's also 
so that we are not touching our faces and potentially putting ourselves in a position where we can do ourselves great harm. And the whole idea, my friends, is by protecting yourself to protect others, staying home, decreasing your frequency in which you're interacting with people in public so that we can mitigate the virus and flatten the curve. Do not forget, if you absolutely do need to leave your home, please remove your shoes before you come home. Disinfect your shoes outside your home, wipe them down, spray them, let them dry, and then bring them inside. From my home to yours, may you and your loved ones remain safe and healthy. Take this time to revel in the stillness of this temporary new normal, like I've said before, and know that it is okay to not do anything, to not create anything, to not learn anything new, or to force yourself into anyone else's mold. Do you so that you can thrive during these challenging times. Love you, mean it. It has been a pleasure and a joy. Stay safe. Mwah.